it is hot in here. What is up, everybody? Hi. Hi, hi, hi. Can you guys hear me? Awesome. Woo. How's everybody doing? God, it is so hot in my apartment right now. I am sweating buckets. What is going on? I am so excited to finally be launching this video podcast. I've been working on it so freaking long, and I'm so excited to be connecting with all of you. I'm just like, ah, over the moon. So for those of you who don't know me, which is most of you, uh, I'm a mindfulness coach. I'm a comedian. I'm a mental health motivational speaker. I have ADHD, and um, I love getting mental. I do. I like talking about mental health very much. We need to be talking more about this because. See, you you guys just saw my ADHD in action. I'm not even going to edit that. I'm not because I just had a million different thoughts that and a million different words I wanted to say and like none of them came out. So I froze and I'm really good at communication. But see, that's my ADHD. Like I I like want to say the right words sometimes and then I just don't say anything at all or I will stutter or I will say the same word twice. That's my ADHD. I love it though. I love it. I think my ADHD is my superpower. It allows me to have my hands and feet dipped in so many different pots and it gives me the unlimited energy that I have. And yeah, so let's, uh, let's get to know each other. A little bit more about me. I love dancing. I love playing piano. I love singing. I'm a raver. Where my ravers at? Whoop, whoop. Where my ravers at? I love. I just love. I just love. And one of the, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to create this podcast because we're all in this together. And that's the message that I'm always putting across on my Instagram, which is where I'm most active. Uh, you know, we're all one. We're all in this together. We cannot do this life alone, especially right now during this pandemic. We're social creatures, man. We're not supposed to be isolated like this at all. So I thank you for being here with me and allowing me into your space. And uh, yeah, let's connect. Let's get mental. So I want this first episode. Uh, yeah, this is my first episode. This is my pilot episode. I'm Again, super excited. I'm like, what's going on? Um, but yeah, I just, I wanna, wanna let you guys know what this is gonna be about, really. You know, again, I'm gonna be bringing mental health education in a really fun way and relatable way. I'm gonna be talking about my own crazy stories, my, you know, just about everything in general. And I wanna bring mental health education with light. I don't want it to be like so serious and and it's okay if it does get serious that's the thing i want this space to be a safe space where everybody can feel free to express themselves however they want relate and just feel everything and there's gonna be times i'm pretty sure that i'm probably gonna be crying on this podcast you know and and getting like really serious but for the most part i want this to be a, a very fun and enjoyable part of your day where not only are you feeling like you can relate to somebody and like you know that you're not alone but having fun at the same time while you're doing that so again thank you for having me and uh, i look forward to connecting with all of you i am so excited so tell me guys let's talk 
Let's talk depression. Oh, I feel like I just got real deep. But no, let's talk about it. We got to talk about it. Let's talk depression. One in five people have a mental health condition. Depression has become the number one disability in this country. Yet we are not talking about it enough. It is the silent killer. And we need to be talking about it very much so. Now you may be thinking, oh, what does this girl know about depression? I was a semi-finalist at Miss California USA. When people look at me, they're like, oh, this girl has it all. This girl, you know, she's so happy. She's so peppy. She's so, she's so positive. Life hasn't gotten to her. Nah, it's because life has gotten to me and I've gotten to the other side. See, I've crossed over to the other side and I'm able, I'm able to spread that light now after having gone through that dark ass tunnel. I suffered from depression for many years, many, 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 many years, followed by anxiety, followed by panic attacks one of them, which led me to therapy when I was 19 years old, 1920, around there. I began my, my journey into, uh, into psychoanalytical uh, therapy, and I did so much work, inner work. I uncovered just trauma after trauma after trauma, and it was so beautiful and so healing, and I, I truly credit my, me being in therapy and talking about my my life and and what I was going through, I really credit that to me being who I am today. I know that talking about mental health conditions is so highly stigmatized, which is why I wanted, this is why I'm so excited to do this podcast because I want to bring it to the forefront. So, so yeah, I began therapy when I was around 1920. I was with my therapist for about three years. For the first two years, I saw her twice a week. Like that was a lot. (laughs) but that was a lot of trauma and then on the third year I saw her once a week I took a two-year break and that's when my mental health went down and I'll never forget the year it was 2017 and all of a sudden I started to experience something I've never experienced before which is rage and that's not my temperament at all and I began to throw things across the house Uh, I was living with a boyfriend at the time and we had been together for about five years. Um, and my ex was like, who are you? This isn't the Brenda that I know. I mean, I would get mugs and just like, just like fling them across the room and have them smash and break. And I didn't know where this rage was coming from. All of a sudden I wanted to sleep more. That's all I wanted to do. Um, I, I, I just didn't want to talk to my friends. I was like pushing people away. I was having a lot of problems with my family and I don't have the most supportive family. I actually am the black sheep of my family because I decided to uh, hold people accountable for their trauma inflicted on me. You know, I decided to stand up for myself. I decided to put boundaries on what I will allow into my life and what I won't allow into my life. I started to stand up for myself and go, no, I'm not going to be mistreated just because I'm your daughter. I'm not going to be mistreated and be, and I'm not going to be spoken to with disrespect and be cursed at and be insulted just because I'm your niece or daughter or whoever. And so, damn, ADHD man, where the heck? Did I just went on a friend right now. Where was I? Oh my God, you guys, this is great. Y'all are seeing this. 
Um, oh yeah, back to uh, the rage. 2017, you know, I was having a lot of issues with my family. My mental health just started to deteriorate. And I'll never forget when uh, I finally began therapy again. And I was telling my therapist, my new therapist, which she's amazing and I'm still with her. I see her once a week, Caroline, shout out. And she asked me, have you ever been tested for ADHD? And I was like, no. She goes, because you have like every symptom and characteristic of ADHD. And so I'm like, really? Okay. So then I went to my doctor. I got testing. She gave me some testing. Bam, ADHD diagnosis. And it totally makes sense. I'm a creative artist. I will play my piano for four hours and it'll feel like five minutes. I will sing, dance, act, fidgeting around, talking excessively. But try and get me to answer an email. Try and get me to go to the post office to mail out something. I don't want to do it. And everything inside me will find everything else to do but that. But that. I need to go to the post office and my brain goes, you know what, you also need to do the dishes. All of a sudden, I start doing the dishes, I finish the dishes and I'm like, hey, I need to go to the post office. You know what, <laughs> your bathroom could, you know, could use some cleaning. So then I go and clean my bathroom. And uh, it's like, but Brenda, go to the post office, go to the post office. And I can't seem to go. And what I learned about ADHD is that it's an executive functioning disorder. So. The things that we need to do, and this also goes to all the plans and ideas that I would have in my head, all these creative projects in my head. When it came time to actually execute them, oh my God, it was, it was hell because I couldn't. And so I would get frustrated. I would just freeze. And so that brought on task avoidance, which brought on anxiety, which then brought on depression. And it was like this cycle. And it wasn't that I didn't want to do it. I wanted to do it more than anything. You know, actually carrying out the task was something else. And so when I finally got diagnosed with ADHD, I felt this wave of relief of finally I can put a name to what has been going on. My in entire life and I can manage it and I can do it. I began taking medicine for it and it changed my life. I built my business because I got on medicine. I was able to sit down. I was able to focus. I was able to write a blog. I was able to do all the admin work that my creative brain did not want to do. And I was able to focus on one task at a time, which my ADHD brain was like, what? What a concept. For us to focus on one thing and not have like a thousand different stimuli all around us just bombarding us. Like, forget it. I love traveling so much. It's so good for the brain. It's so good. I will, I will freeze in front of my suitcase because my brain is bombarded with all the things that I need to pack that I haven't packed. Literally, I will freeze in front of my suitcase and go, oh my God, how am I going to pack everything all at once? Like my brain is, is going so much faster than my body. <laughs> and then when I do start to pack, all right, let's say that I, I go to my jean drawer, I take out my jeans and then you know what happens? I end up going, you know, you could really organize your jean drawer. So then I start organizing my jean drawer. And then I'm like, okay, you're done organizing your jean drawer. Let's go get your toothbrush and your toothpaste. And then I go, you know, you could really organize your bathroom. So then I start organizing my bathroom. 
And it's just this time wasted on these little things that all of a sudden became really big things like organizing my jean drawer, cleaning the bathroom. And it, it was it was hell until I began to manage it. And it wasn't just medicine that helped me manage my ADHD. It was meditation. It was mindfulness, applying practical tools to bringing my awareness to the present moment and calming down the monkey brain, which is an actual term. That's what helped me so much. And that's that's what also sparked my passion to become a mindfulness coach because I was like, this saved my freaking life. Mindfulness and meditation saved my life. They helped with my, it helped with my depression. It took my panic attacks away, 100%. And it started to help me with my ADHD so much. And then I decided I wanted to take it a step further. I'm going to build my own business. I'm going to make sure that I can deliver this you know, and I'm in charge of delivering this to as many people as possible. So I created my company, Sweet Thoughts Travel. And uh, because Sweet Thoughts Travel, Sweet Thoughts Take You Places. I know, it was like super cheesy, but that's who I am. But yeah, so thank you. Thank you for allowing me here. Thank you for allowing me to talk about my ADHD. I hope you guys could relate and not feel alone and realize that uh, there's nothing wrong with you and that ADHD is kind of pretty awesome. We think outside the box. We can solve issues in very creative ways. We are empathetic. We are charismatic, creative. Not to like toot my own ADHD horn here, but like we're kind of superhumans. <laughs> That's going to be my first episode for getting mental. Reach out to me on social. My social is Sweet Thoughts Travel. I'm Brenda Sarai Zuniga. Check it out. Love y'all. Bye.